Welcome back, everybody. It's 2024. Is it? Uh, are you still doing that thing where you're I was going to say, have you written it wrong yet? Not yet. I haven't either. But then I'm not convinced that I've written the date, actually, yet this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. says, what day is it? Do you know what it is? Mm. It's because these days, because we do anything, ele- well, we do most yeah. things electronically. Yeah, you're not actually writing it. I'm much. not really actually writing the date no, anymore. It's no. just all somatic there in my calendar. But it's good to be back. It is good to be back. Welcome back, everybody, mm. to season two. Yeah, we did miss it, didn't we, over Christmas? Yeah. How was your Christmas? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, nice and relaxing, but I did miss you, Mike. Oh, <laughs> no, I did. Because I like the routine, don't I? So it was, you know. Yeah. And it, and it has, it's been. It's been yeah, it's it's familiar ground again, isn't yeah. it? And I've I've missed this. I've missed the conversation. I've missed the yeah. missed the chats. Yes, it's been brilliant. But we've got some absolutely fantastic chats lined up for we this. Are. Well, guys, season two and season three, we've yeah. got we are pretty much inundated with people yeah. that are hopefully going to be appearing on on the podcast, which is brilliant. So we're going to have some great conversations, yeah. some great stories. Yeah, just lots of varied. Life stories, I think we've got this time, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a real mixed bag of different people, haven't we? Coming and they're in. all doing some incredible things. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's it going to be fun. We're we'll probably looking forward to it. Um, but this week mm. we've got now. I don't know this person. This this is someone that you, that you're familiar with. Yeah. So we don't want to say too much because she's going to talk about her story when she's here. Yeah. But why don't you just give us a little, a little bit of intro, little that. intro, yeah. little intro. So set the scene. Set the scene. So I met Deb, um, full name Deborah Dixon, um, because she raises funds for cardiac risk in the young, and um, she does an incredible job um, screening children. Well, actually, fourteen to thirty-five year olds. Yeah. Um, for heart defects. Okay. And I met her through a boxing club that okay. I used to run sessions at. And we did um, sort of fundraising event, which I know she'll probably talk about when she comes on. Yeah, because she's a massive yes, fundraiser. Yeah, I know yeah, that much. Incredible. The work she does is incredible. Um, so I won't really say any more than that because actually, a story is well. It's I don't want to I don't want to spoil it because it's an incredibly powerful story. How she's got yeah. to what she's doing. I know it's powerful. Mm. I know it's emotional. It is. Um, but we don't do spoilers. No. So Sharila. Debs, introduce yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, guys, grab yourself uh, a fresh drink, settle down. Here's Deborah Dixon. So, welcome to the podcast, Deborah Dixon. Thank How you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, very good, busy. Good. Right now, I'll I'll admit here, this mm. is my first time of meeting you. Uh, carry on. Yeah. You both have history, so... We do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, I met Deb through New Era Boxing. Um, Deb was fundraising, weren't you? And yeah. And Mark was doing a... Was it a 24-hour boxathon or something? I think it was a bit longer than bit that. Longer, it was 36 it? hours. He was doing the Guinness World Record. That's right, yeah. Record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I, did he get it? Yeah. yeah. He wow. did. And he did, and I, Only <laughs> sort of was it late la- last year? Yeah, because it took take a long time for the footage to go in, didn't yeah. it? And then they have to count the punches. Yeah. Um. So I was one of the judges because we had to do it in shifts because yes. I was going right through the night. Yeah. So I did two shifts and Deb was there. That's so that's when we first met. Yeah. Obviously, it was for cry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's when I first met Deb, and then 
she gave me a ring once because I obviously was funding for the boxing. Yeah. I'll never forget it because I always felt like I was hitting brick walls everywhere that I went. People weren't very helpful. And then Deb actually took her own time to ring me and give me some help over the phone. And I never forget when people kind like that. Yeah. Um, and I thought, we like Deb. <laughs> <laughs> we get her on podcast. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then we kept bumping into each other, didn't we, at different things. Yeah, like we the... bumped into the... Cheshire Woman of the Year. Yeah, so we were at that. And, and that was bizarre because I was sat next to talking to a lady yeah. who was sat the side of me. Um, and I was saying about, she, so she's a charity, isn't she? Mm, yeah. Um, and she said, you know, if you ever know anybody who needs money, and obviously <laughs> Carrie Ann was sat on another table. <laughs> yeah. Waving furiously, yeah. I imagine, at that point. <laughs> well, she didn't know at this yeah. point. And I said, oh, yeah, I know somebody, you know, mm. told her what she was doing and then I was I went running over to you yeah, didn't you did. need to go and speak to that woman yeah. over there and it was um it was the lady who had funded us yeah. previously yeah, hadn't she previously, but from off the back of that she had put us in touch with another guy who yeah. then funded the next bit so that's how it's been working yeah and that, I think that's just how it works yeah yeah. You all just have to help each other, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, you really do. Because it can be... well Because it's hard, know. isn't yeah. it? it? And I think since COVID, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Because people haven't got that money. No, yeah. that's it. And it's like a full-time job. It is. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that... Where I certainly struggle is to keep up with it. Because yeah. when you've got other stuff going as well, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you're an absolute legend. Oh, well, I <laughs> Honestly... What this lady cannot get doesn't exist. Well, yeah, we've heard all about this legendary status. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah. we, we, I think, yeah, we need to find out. Go why. back. What is yeah. it? Yeah, let's go back. What is it you're doing? Why are you doing it? Right. So, um, I set up the Aaron Dixon Memorial Fund, um, which is a fund that sits within the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young. So it's ring fenced. So all the money I use goes into that um, memorial fund and sits there and, and it's up to me to spend it. Um, so the reasoning behind setting up this fund was because I lost my only son okay. when he was 23. Um, suddenly, he was really fit and healthy. Yeah. Um, and it was on a Sunday evening. He'd been out with our daughter whose birthday was on the 5th of September. Um, and her, all her friends, because Aaron and Holly were really close. Mm. So they'd been out, so we'd had a house full of people staying over. Um, and then they sort of started to go in the afternoon, go home. Holly went off to the blue cat where she used to wait on. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was about seven o'clock. And we lived in a three-storey house. So you used to be screaming up the stairs, yeah, get us ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was no response. The guy said, oh, I'll go up. He's probably fallen asleep. Because you know, at that age, yeah. sort of, because Aaron was 23 at the time, mm. when they've been out, yeah, you're drinking, at all, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're just in the bedrooms all day, aren't yeah. they? On the phones, the yeah. television's going, they're on the laptop. Yeah, it's not news. unusual, is it? Yeah. It's the norm, isn't mm. it? Um, and it was Gary that found him when he went upstairs um, mm. in his bedroom. Um, so, yeah, it was a neighbour that heard Gary screaming mm. that actually came running over and then we called the paramedics. Mm. Um, but it was too late mm. um, because with these 
heart defects, it's it's sudden. Yeah. yeah. Hence sudden cardiac arrest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so our lives were turned upside down. And this was something that prior to that day, I had that. No. Was there any prior knowledge of? No, I had no idea or... that so many young people were losing their lives. But Aaron had been admitted on two occasions to hospital. Right. One was on a, a lad's holiday and they were walking along going to get some breakfast and he just went down. Um, so that was put down to dehydration. Mm. Yeah. So because I had I had I was not aware no. that one of the symptoms is a young person does not black out for no apparent reason yeah of course so you know we just you know said yeah right okay so you need to keep yourself hydrated when you go out and then the second time was in his final year at university and we got a phone call from his flatmate to say um aaron's in hospital he was um he passed out again in the apartment so because of the line of questioning, has mm-hmm. this happened before? Yes. What was the outcome? Dehydration. Mm. Then it's the line of questioning. So what were you doing last night? I went out. Yeah. Have you eaten today? No. Have you had much to drink? No. You're dehydrated. The drip, yeah. drip Put him in a, on a, a drip, a dehydration drip, kept him in overnight and then he was fine. Mm. But at no point at the... No point did they, so they did blood tests, but they did not do an ECG, they didn't screen for it, Do because you present as a young, fit, yeah. healthy lad, yeah. So, and I think a lot of young people, I know when I speak to a lot of young people, they say, well I'm not overweight, yeah. and I don't smoke, well no it's not that, it's mm-hmm. the fit and healthy ones yeah. that this is going to happen to. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're putting a strain on your heart if you've got a defect. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously that's what Aaron had been doing because he, you know, he played football. Yeah. Played tennis. So and it, you know, there wasn't an ounce of fat on him. No, it just no, looked like dead doctor, health, yeah. just yeah. like a picture of health. Yeah. Um. So it was. So we didn't know the cause of death for a good two months. Wow. It was into November before we. That's got to be incredibly hard. It is because you're just thinking all sorts and then, and it's not that, it's then you're hearing what other people mm, are saying because yeah. Aaron was at university, was a student, so straight away people, you know. Yeah, they love to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> Don't just, just yeah. yeah, it was drugs or it was yeah. drink or da 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 They'll da, find da. something. Yeah. They'll find something. So, um, yeah, so it was November before we found out. And, and that was just an absolute shocker because it was just oh, like, yeah. yeah, but it was fit and healthy. Why were we not aware of this? Yeah. Apart from those two occasions. Um, so the, it was a coroner that said to me, you, you know, you need to speak to ca- the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young. They offer bereavement counselling. Mm. But you also need to contact your doctor. Yeah. Because now you're all going to have to be screened. The whole family. And I'm one of seven. Wow. So you can imagine yeah. how many of us there are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it started with Gary and I. So we started on a screening programme and just... So you're grieving, mm-hmm. but you're having to go through this process of MRIs, yeah. ECGs, echoes. 
and the anxiety that comes with that. Oh, it's just yeah. her. It was just horrendous. Yeah. I bet. And then obviously our daughter as well. Yeah. So they they didn't find anything with Gary and I. Right. Um, and then Holly went through hers. Um, and it was at the final appointment because Holly was nineteen then. Mm. So they speak to her, not the parents. Yeah. yeah. And it's all this, you know, Holly, have I got permission to speak to your parents? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't speak to me about yeah. that. Yeah. I had that the other day. Yeah. Day, yeah. So, um, but still a child in my yeah. eyes. Um, and he actually said, um, basically, you've got to go away, live your life, um, enjoy your life. And it was the wording he used that didn't sit very well mm. with me because... This is a bit like a ticking time bomb. Oh you don't word. say that to a 19-year-old. Oh, wow. So there was lots of issues around that, yeah. you know, bedside manners and everything. Mm. But I, I do understand that these people are dealing with this day in, day out, so and they have yeah. to remain detached, don't they? Yeah. Um, so that that was really hard. We basically carried her out. Um, she was absolutely distraught. So, yeah, it was just the most... I can't even begin to explain to you... No, how bet. bad it was yeah. Um, yeah. you know it's bad enough losing you know a parent or a grandparent but child loss oh. trust me is on another level yeah. it yeah. really is on another level I can't imagine so it was just awful an yeah. awful time a really dark time for a, a long long time and Holly was due to go to university Yeah. yeah. Um, and we didn't want her to go but yeah. she insisted she went mm. So she went down to Birmingham, but she only last. She didn't last a week. Yeah. We brought her home. Yeah. So she had twelve months at home before she then felt like she went. Could go and, yeah. 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 So go. yeah, it was just lots of counselling and um, and Gary had counselling. I tried to have counselling, but it's it wasn't for me. No, it doesn't work for everyone. No, it doesn't. And and not being disrespectful to counsellors, mm. but I don't know. It just talking to somebody who. Some of them didn't even have children, no. so how can they? Yeah, I agree. How do they understand what I'm going through? Yeah. It's like a pain that you'd need somebody almost to be able to have gone through so yes. that they can resonate with yes. what's going on. So then I spoke to um, a lady who'd... Been, it wasn't um, a cardiac mm -hmm. arrest, but she'd lost her son. Mm -hmm. And she said, I was where you were. Yeah. But you will get through this, and yeah. and then she she said different things like you'll lose people on the journey. Yeah, you know, close friends, and and you like thinking, what's this woman going on? Right, God, I'll say. Yeah, really. It, yeah, yeah, it's a, a very, it's very, very strange. Every time there's a change, I think with somebody in their life, and it's a massive change. I I think very often the people that you had bonds with before. Um, can't cope with almost like the new you. Yeah. And you are a new you because it changes you, doesn't yeah. it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they can't be part of your life and sometimes they just whittle off, don't they? Or yeah, sometimes they just cut ties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, I became even less tolerant. Yeah, and rightly so. Yeah. Nonsense. Any bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had that conversation the other week, didn't we? No, I really, Absolutely, yeah. I really yeah. did. Yeah. I came, I, I wasn't yeah. tolerant at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, some people were very insensitive. Yeah. 
you know, talking, you know, moaning about the kids and, oh, I can't wait there for them to leave. And yeah. and you're just like... You don't know really? you yeah. Are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stop it. <laughs> but you don't want to harp on about it all the time because you don't want people to think, oh, God, here she goes again. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it's huge, isn't yeah. it? It's massive. You don't, you really don't get it unless no. you've walked that journey. No. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely life-changing. Yeah. I think it either makes or breaks relationships, doesn't it? Well, oh, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. totally understand um, why some people turn to drink. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. do. I yeah, do. Yeah. Because it's, all, it's because so I, much. Yeah. I thought I, I would say I was a, a strong, resilient mm. person, but when this happened, it absolutely floored me. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to get through this. No. Really How dark on earth times. do I navigate myself through this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a good 18 months because we were having obviously all the testing and screening and then we had to go and do a family tree and all so I've got six I've got three sisters, three brothers they've all got children all the kids had to be screened Mm. Um, and then through that screening there was a couple of things brought up with um, my brother one of my brothers um, and one of my, my sister's daughter but not relating they were heart related yeah but not the same as Aaron right um so yeah after gosh it just seemed like endless the testing going backwards and forwards yeah and it was just like really hard just going for the testing it's just like it's an an added stress isn't it on top of when you're already at breaking point yeah especially when you've just been through a lot like that yeah um and then so obviously I had this in my mind about the charity, mm. but it was too too soon. Yeah. Yeah. For me it was. I felt it was too soon. Yeah. Um so I used to sort of look online, but I even found that hard. Yeah. You know, reading other parents' stories and I'm just like, oh god, I can't cope with this. Yeah. Well you said before actually leading into this, the the amount of young people this affects. Yeah, so what, what are we looking at? So when so it was when I started to look at the website that I it was then that I was just so shocked that there were twelve young people every single week, not a month or a year, yeah. every single week losing their lives. Wow, that's two, almost two a day. That's to an undetected yeah. heart defect. That wow. is huge. Yeah, that is huge, isn't it? it that's be shocking. Seen. It is. It's shocking, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and eighty percent of those have no symptoms prior mm. to passing away. It's actually terrifying, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. When you've got kids. And I was just country. like, what? Yeah. So then, obviously, I'm just like, so what's you know? So that's it. Then I'm off. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? What's been done about this? Yeah. Um, so I made lots of phone calls, spoke to the charity, and then realised the only way you can get screened is it like Holly is screened because she lost her brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the only way you can get screened on the NHS. If there's been a... If there's already been something tragic that's happened, yeah. So, what, what's, who's yeah. doing, what's, <laughs> what's been done about this? Yeah. yeah. You can't sit back when you've got that knowledge and think, oh, oh well, that's okay, yeah. you know, that's okay. That's acceptable to me that 12 people are losing, you know. So it was like, right, what can I do? Yeah. Yeah. And that's really where it all started. And do you did. (laughs) She's been busy. And 
so first I was going to raise money to um, fund the installation of DFIBs, sort of in Cheshire, in, in schools, etc. But then the more I looked at it, something as simple as an ECG can detect the heart defects. Right. It's like, so how much does that cost? How much yeah. that cost me? Yeah. Because I felt that I needed to be more proactive and find the condition before you need it. Yeah, rather yeah. than cure, like try and pre- source Prevent, what's happened. Preventative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously then spoke to the charity and... So cardiac risk in the young offer a subsidised screening. It's now £6,500 a day, which equates to £65 per person, Um, which compared to if you went privately, if you could go privately to have it done, Mm. you'd be looking at hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And people haven't got that source of money. But then I looked at... I could set this up and people paid to be screened. Mm. But then I thought that was wrong mm. because there's a lot of people out there that haven't got £65 yeah. to fund yeah. their child. it's potentially off-putting for a... For, especially and you when can't you've... just screen those kids. Yeah. It doesn't sit right no. with me because the parents can afford it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just thought, right, I'm going to raise money mm. and I'm going to offer screening to every person in... Cheshire and the Northwest. So how does that work now? What do you do? You go into a school or So I so obviously I raised money for two years. So I decided to raise the money and have a pot of money. Yeah. yeah. Ready to go. Ready to go. It's no good yeah, you, yeah. because you know <laughs> yeah. how hard it is to raise so money. Yeah. So I decided to get this pot of money and then I would start and set up the screening day. So I got the pot of money and then spoke to the to the charity um, and booked the first year. I booked two days in. Um, and oh God, I was so nervous about doing that first screening because you want everything to be right yeah. and you're like, yeah. bear, bear. And if it's wrong. Oh. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, they came along and it was it was a real success. And we found a lot of people. Amazing. So when you're finding people, you think, well, there's more out there. Yeah. So, so when you say to... finding people, you were finding people with defects. Yeah, yeah that were being referred. Yeah. Wow. So then it's like, well, there's got to be more. So the second year, I funded four days. I booked four days. And then it just <laughs> snowballed yeah. out of control. Yeah. So it's just... Busy, aren't you? Yeah. Now? So this year and next year... Um, so this year alone, I'm doing 29 screening days. Wow. Oh, so that's grown massively then Incredible. since. Yeah. And I, I'm paying £6,500 for each day. So it's a oh, lot of money. That is an awful lot. So for this year yeah. and the, I think I've got, I can't remember, it's eight or ten days next year. Yeah. I've had to raise just over a quarter of a million pounds to fund those. And that is no mean feat. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, that is, yeah, a huge, huge yeah. sum of money. Because screening should be available to everybody. Yeah. Every child. Because what I didn't understand is, like, people, young people have free um, eye tests, mm. dental checks. Yeah. yeah. But the organ that actually keeps you going, keeps yeah. you alive isn't checked. So none of that... Doesn't make sense, does it? Doesn't make sense at all. Well, I've always thought... People, everybody, every year should have like an MOT. Yeah. 
you know, it makes sense. And I know they've had like these it's a certain well age women, now, well men's yeah. clinics and stuff. Yeah. But you've got to be a certain age, haven't yeah. you, now to have that? Yeah, whereas this is kids. You know, we're, yeah. It so, just shocks me. Yeah, yeah, so it was more, for me, it was more from a selfish side as well. Um, so losing a child is just, I can't even explain to you how horrendous it is. And I, I wanted to keep Aaron's memory alive. Yeah. So that was a yeah. massive thing for me. So I didn't want people to forget who yeah. he was. No. So that was my driving force as well. Yeah. Which, you know, may seem a bit selfish, but Not at um, all. that Far was the driving <laughs> force as well. Um, and the fact that we didn't know Aaron had this defect. I, we, You know, I couldn't save my own son because yeah. I had no idea about it. And if I didn't know, there were lots of people out there that didn't know either. Yeah. So if it's detected, because this is the interesting bit now, once you've got that detection, what's what's the next stages? Is it surgery? Is it is it treatable? What's Yeah. Yeah, so so what happens? So a so what happens with a screening day? People obviously go on to a link, they book an appointment, um, they fill out a health questionnaire. And then on the day they come along, they have an ECG. Everybody goes in to see the um, consultant on the day yeah. to discuss any concerns they've got. If then if the consultant's not happy with the trace from the ECG, we also do an echocardiogram on the day, yeah. which is a bit like an ultrasound. So it's all non-invasive. Yeah. yeah. So that's done as well on the day. Right. Um, and then they'll go back in to see the consultant and then if he's not happy then he does the referral yeah so we've had like charlotte i think i read about that lady in the <sighs> local paper because she's had an op hasn't she an op oh, go on so she... <laughs> is that understating yeah. it <laughs> go on, so yeah so depending on which what the defect is because there's not just one defect there's mm-hmm. various so depending on the defect so they could go on just to be on medication they may have to have um, a pacemaker fitted or a defib yeah. fitted. And Charlotte came along when I was screening at the Grange mm. um, and she was diagnosed with restrictive cardiomyopathy and ended up having a heart transplant. Oh, wow. Wow. I realise it was, yeah. So it's like, Big. it is life-changing. Yeah. Massively. Absolutely. And she'd had no... She, has it been poorly beforehand, or was it yes, just one of those? Yes, she had, but it had not, not been, been detected right. by the doctor. That obviously, Ugh. she'd been told that she was, you know, she thought she was just late, you know, typical, Tired or, you know, yeah. depressed at uni and everything else that they can think of. Yeah. And mm. Then it, I think it was asthma. Everything she, but the heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You kind of think, you know, and it kind of does beg the question, why is it just not standard that, the moment you have any sort of issue in and around that area, why is it not being... That they would check it. Yeah, why is it not yeah. being checked? Mm. Which it's it scary, seems a bit... It? Yeah, it is it's frightening. And thank God that you're doing the work that you do. I mean, think of all them lives that you've saved by, you know, pushing forward with it. Yeah, so it's it's um, it's about 240 now that have wow. been referred. Um, so... The, Potentially the, 240 lives yeah, saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the drive behind it now. Yeah, and you keep going. <laughs> There's no stopping now, Dad. Give us your money! Yeah, come on! 
Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think it, it is more that, you know, when you know that you're saving lives, yeah. I can't stop now. No. You can't. And has it given you your purpose back? Oh, definitely. Gary always says it's, yeah. you know, been my salvation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, screening weekends are really hard. Yeah, I bet. Um, just, you know, the raising the money, finding the venue. Finding the venue is mm-hmm. the hardest thing, believe yeah. it or not. Um and then I'm there all weekend, set up on a Friday, and then I'm there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Yeah. And it's more, it's not physically draining, it's emotionally oh, draining. Yeah, because you you read, you, people are talking to, they're reading your story while they're sat waiting, and then they're asking you questions. and So you just, it's, you're constantly talking about yeah. it. Yeah, which is a lot, isn't it? It's and it's, it's, it's hard, it's, it's, every screening's different. Plus, as well, you must get those. It must be tough when you get that person that walks in going, yeah, I'll come do this day because I think it would be a good thing to do. And end up walking out with a referral, with a diagnosis, with, yeah. a, with an issue that you had no idea yeah. about. Yeah. Which must hit you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody reacts differently. Yeah. You know, when they're being told. Um, so, and, and every case is different because it's not just the child. Yeah. It affects the whole family. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. Um, sort of with Charlotte, her dad carried the gene. Oh. He just ran the London Marathon. Oh. Wow. Um, so he carried the gene. So but he's was a unaffected. Gene, yeah, he's a gene carrier. Gene but carrier. now he's on a screening programme. But he's a, And that's the thing within families. So there was a family um, that was screened in Cheadle. Um so it was, yeah, he was only 17, the lad, a rugby player, came in. And it's always like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know, my mum and dad have made me come sort of thing. Wrong with me. And yeah. he, we were picked up an issue with him. Um, and it was his dad as well. Right. So they both obviously got referred, and but they both had the surgery now, I do know that, because mum's been in touch with me. and Yeah. And that's where some of the money comes from, so that when you do find something and they get referred and they have the surgery, mm. um, then you find that they contact you and they want to make a donation yeah. to the charity. Well, yeah, because you've saved lives again, yeah. haven't you? you so know? you never know who you're going to meet at any one day at screening. No. Or what's going to happen on the day. Yeah, it's, yeah. And that's where the future screenings come from because we'll get somebody from a rugby club who's travelled miles yeah, to get the sunscreened. And then they'll say, can you come to our rugby club, club and screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not very good at saying that. Oh, yeah. Of course we are. Yeah, so I'll do the details I'll just raise another 13,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because what age group do you screen, Deb? 14 to 35. See, that's massive as well, isn't it? That's a, massive. That's yeah, great. Huge. That's a great... Um... Do you mind me asking why, why 14? Why not younger? Because 14, they've not... I would say boys especially have not hit puberty and that's mm. when some of the um, issues manifest. So mm. as adolescence can be a trigger. Yeah. Mm. It's when, yeah, when there's a rush, the rush, you know, when they oh, hit puberty yeah. and they get a rush of hormones. Right. That's And that causes then some conditions to manifest. Right. So it's a good window to screen from. Yeah. yeah. So normally if you screen at 14, yeah. we'd always ask you to come back again when you're about 16, 17. Right. In case something's changed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then after 35, it's more likely not to be electrical. Okay. It's more likely to be like coronary artery yes. disease. Lifestyle related. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
as opposed to like electrical issues of the heart. Yeah. Do you know, I think it's very brave for parents to take the kids as well. And this is my mum brain kicking in. Even the thought of me, and I know that they need to have it done, my boys, but I actually, it makes me feel physically a bit unwell, the thought of even taking them, because I'm terrified of what might be what found, might be which found. I know sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Because Not We have a lot all. of people saying that. Yeah. A lot of people say that. It's funny, isn't it? That but then sometimes that rubs off on the child yeah. as well. And puts makes them nervous. And they sort yeah. of say... Well, no, I'd rather not know. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Would you? You need to know. That's it, you see. So you can't be rubbing, you know, you can't be saying that in front of your kids, can you? No. I mean, I've thought a few times, and I must get around to doing it, that my voice should come and be screened because, like you say. So I'm screening in Tarpley in July. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll book on. I'll just, you know, remind me, please, yeah. Yeah. And I'll be like, ah, Deb, I'm I'm (laughs) terrified, but don't let the voice see. I mean, I totally totally get it because I don't know whether I've ever, ever told you this or not. I'm, I'm the eldest mm. in, in our family, but okay. I'm not the firstborn. That's right, because your sister. My sister, I had an elder sister. We have talked yes, about it. We have. on the Halloween party. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually the second child. My mum and dad had a, a girl before me who lived six weeks because she had two holes in her heart. Oh, right. Which now is a standard operation to, to repair, to fix, but this was... 1971 mm. it was a different era yeah. back then she'd had several cardiac arrests brain damage and eventually passed away mm. um but my me and my sister have been checked oh okay so yeah. we've, we've had because because of that we've yes. been through the screening yeah. now i've got a seven-year-old niece if she got to have it she'll have to at some point yeah. have to be checked for it. yeah although my sister came through i mean we're both of us are Fine, heart-wise, strong. Mm. Stuff skips, doesn't it? It mm. does. It's it's if you're carrying the gene. Yeah. So if you didn't go and have, you know, the um, where they do the family history and yeah, you know, like they take all the bloods and everything and they're looking at the genetic makeup. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't have that done. Which you probably didn't then, did you? No. Back in the day. No, because it would have been. So you yeah, won't know. You won't know if either of you are carrying the gene. Yeah. And you, it's been passed on. It's well, that's so, just like the kind of worms has No, it's, it's <laughs> honestly. But, yeah, but it needs to know. To know it's, yeah. it's Genetic counselling is mind blowing. Mm. And I think anything like Charlotte having that heart transplant, I just find it oh. mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. What you can do. Yeah. You need to. What can be done? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I wanted to ask you about because obviously I've kept up with what you do via your social media and stuff. But you did go to Pride of Britain, didn't you, Deb? Yes. And I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. oh, look, there she is. This is amazing because I mean, in terms of recognition for the work you do, and I know that's not why you do it, but I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? Was it an amazing night? Yeah. So uh, the first time, I'm bragging. Come on, the first, the first you time. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first time was um, in two thousand and nineteen. Wow. So I won the Granada Granada Region Fundraiser of the Year. Wow. And it was Charlotte mm-hmm. who presented me with it. Oh. And it was the funniest night because. So that was the the Pride of Britain. So there's Pride of Britain and then there's the Pride of Britain, Pride of Manchester. Right. So there's there's quite a few different ones. Yeah. So this particular one is the one where the so the first one was where they tell 
four stories, one on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on the Friday, mm. they surprise the person and they usually turn up somewhere where that person is. Right. Okay. So I appeared, I think it was on the Wednesday, uh, and I'd seen who I was up against, obviously, um, and they'd been to the house to film and everything. Um, so Gary took me out for lunch, and I'm like thinking... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Does nobody do this? <laughs> What's going oh, as, on? You know, yeah. who's someone's... Some, it's, Your spidey sense. So I had my yeah. lunch and thought, oh, well, that was pretty boring. No, you know, Pride of Britain <laughs> yeah. hadn't burst in. <laughs> <laughs> so I go home and unbeknownst to me, where we live, it's up a little lane. Right. So unbeknownst to me, Gary's had to get me out of the house so that the ITV crew and Charlotte... So the ITV crew... I, I'm like just oblivious to things. Yeah. I'm just living my own bubble, as Gary says. <laughs> He's unlocked the gate so that they can get into the back garden to test the signal. Yeah. yeah. So, unbeknownst to me, ITV are in my back garden while I'm sat in Tartley <laughs> having lunch. I love it. So, we come home, and like when you look back at it, so we came home, um, and I usually just like put, you know, like joggers on and a yeah. sweatshirt on. Yeah. And Gary Gary just said, Oh, Becky and Ian are thinking of calling round. So I thought, oh well, best you know, stay yeah. a bit presentable <laughs> sort of thing. And um because we had gone out for lunch, it taken the dog in to say it was it needed to be washed and mm. groomed. But I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, get yeah, on with yeah, it. Yeah. So and then Holly turned up and Dale mm. and Otis. So Otis was only a baby. Mm. And I was like what, what are you doing here? So she went, oh, she said, we just called um, to Cheshire Oaks <laughs> to get a suitcase. And I, I believed it. Yeah. yeah. So we thought we'd just call on the... It's all right, isn't it? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, I'm just going to put the, you know, Granada report... It was on Granada yeah. reports on to see who's won. Mm. And like, my, my daughter's fiancé is like saying... So who do you think it is? I said, I think it's the bloke that runs from one football club to another. Mm. So honestly, I'm watching the television in, in the summer room. I got, are, they still, are they in your garden at this point? Just went, not yet. <laughs> oh, right, okay. they're, like, they're on my bloody drive, though. <laughs> and that's why he put the dog in, else the dog would have been barking. Oh, right, okay. Going like, as they do. Yeah, so I'm looking at the screen in the summer room. So through the, the, like, the French doors here is the garden. And the gate to get into the garden is there. So I'm like sat like this. But the funny thing was, I am so intent on looking up at this screen, <laughs> waiting for the bloke who's run from yeah. club to club. Yeah. I didn't realise they were actually, they're there on my driveway. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, oh my God. It's going to be... That's my house. <laughs> <laughs> How mad's that? Isn't it? Because you were in the zone. Because I was really in the zone. And then the next thing, it go, it, it, they come on and they say, and the winner is Deborah Dixon. And, and I was like, oh my God, it's me! I'm <laughs> <laughs> like looking at the screen and then they all pile in. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. oh it was mad. I bet. Incredible. And they had Charlotte with them. Oh. They'd been sat at the top of the lane. Amazing. That's an incredible story that's though, brilliant. isn't it? And then the second one was just last year. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the one I saw. In Manchester, yeah. yeah. Loads of people were like, what are you doing? Where are you? <laughs> you looked glam. Very glam. So, yeah. So, so we, this is, is this the, the second one? Is, is yeah, like this a is TV a special. One yeah, or? it was a special recognition recognition award. Yeah. 
in Manchester at the Kimpton Hotel. Yeah, you looked fine. So it was like red carpet affairs, like yeah, it's so good. Um, so yeah, it was it was amazing. It's just it's yeah, it's all very daunting when yeah, but you appear on a massive screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the emotion, I guess, because oh. it's always going to be emotional for you, isn't it? Because of the story about Aaron. Yeah. So, so. The, the video that they'd done at the house, mm. they'd come to the house to do some videoing. Um, and obviously they've edited it and everything. Well, I've not seen that. Yeah. So it's me and Gary, and that's I just thought that's our bit. Mm. But then they've gone to Charlotte in Manchester, filmed Charlotte. Oh God. Gone, gone and got uh, filmed the chief exec of Cry, oh. and all. So I'm sat there, and then my face appears on the screen. I'm just like. Did you have waterproof mascara on there? Oh, you should have seen the whole table. <laughs> we have been a mess. Gary, Holly, Dale, Aaron's friends. Yeah. And that that was it. Soon as and Charlotte came, Aww. soon as Charlotte was up on that screen, she got really emotional oh, and bless. just said, I just want to thank you for saving my life. And wow. I just, I went. Yeah, well, I bet, yeah. yeah and then you get take, obviously go up on stage, yeah. they ask you questions, then they take you up stairs and yeah because you're not prepared for that are you no, being you get... in the spotlight like that it's massive yeah and then they just take you upstairs and interview again and there's all Incredible. celebs there coming up and yeah. hugging you i have no idea who anybody is <laughs> so that was the next question <laughs> like, come on who gave you a hug but yeah it must be like another world because that's showbiz isn't it yeah i love it i love that that they all support you so much in what you're doing. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, great that you got the recognition. Yeah, exactly. but yeah. I think even better that you get your story out there and, yes. and yeah. raise and that's awareness. The point, yeah, so. yeah, and that's the point to it. Yeah. So I like to fly under the radar, you see. I'm not yeah. somebody that's. Yeah, no, you get on with what you're doing. You, you know, it's, it, it's very nice that people put you forward for, an award, for you know, different awards, but I don't, I don't do it for that. No. Yeah. For me, it's about saving. Yeah. young lives preventing other families really going through the heartache that we do yeah. yeah um it's but it's lovely when you get an award of course it is yeah. of course. you get to go out and buy a new dress yeah <laughs> and it was nice it was sequenced last time wasn't it Deb? it's just um yeah the the work that you that you're doing and continue to do um is incredible and what is next for you like where are you up to i know you've got how many coming up this year did you say 29 29 this year start on tomorrow setting up tomorrow right okay. so if people want to find one of these events how do we find you so there's a website called test my heart okay. and there's a calendar of events um of screening events mm-hmm. but i would say contact me okay okay we'll put um, because i do also have a list so if somebody you know some people have been waiting years to get screened right so they they got i can put them on my list and then as soon as i get the link and the password i just send it out to them yeah um so yeah i'm at salford water sports center in manchester on all weekend screening some of their rowers and um people you know people in the community yeah well, what we'll do, we'll put the details on the bottom of the podcast, won't we? And then any social media stuff that we share, I'll make sure I get it. From we'll you. make sure the links are all in we'll there. Put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So yeah, so that's where um, they can find out where they can get screened. Okay. But they're like gold dust. Yes, go as soon as they open up, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. You know, a hundred appointments will go within minutes. Let me ask you a silly question now, and you may or may not know the answer. 
I've got an Apple Watch on. That supposedly does your ECG. I know. Well, I've got a Fitbit. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. They, I'm cheapy. Would, would they be helpful? Would it would it actually pick anything up, do you think? Well, obviously, if you saw, like, if you were sat there, if you said to me, oh, yesterday, or sat there, I was having really bad help, palpitations, mm. and me, I'd say to you, you need to go to your doctor and show them that, because you can see it on your phone, can't you? Yeah, because it'll link into Show them that app. trace. So, yeah, because I, I mean, I've only got a Fitbit. Yeah. Um, not as upmarket. No, you? I know. I know, it's fancy. Yeah, yeah, you know, these people. <laughs> <laughs> um... And I know, because I was having really bad palpitations, um, and I just mentioned it to one of the cardiologists, and I showed him the trace on my phone. Yeah. And he said, right, we'll do an ECG and we'll do an echo. So it can actually be a yeah, beneficial yeah, yeah. tool then. Yeah. But a lot of people, which is understandable, we get a lot of young people that on their form, they'll fill out that they've, you know, they have really bad palpitations. Mm. And a lot of that, is anxiety and yeah. stress and yeah i think that's just the world we live in absolutely right i had to go and have my heart checked after my dad died similar sort of thing i was just sat still and my heart was going yes. like mad um, and i went and told the doctor and he did put the little sticky bits on yeah ECG, it. Yeah. yeah but it was i mean my body was in shock so and that's yeah. the thing that's the thing yeah it was just going um, but it is better to get it checked yeah 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 definitely absolutely um, but no, I, that did happen to me. Mm. But I'm always, yeah, give us an ECG. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So yeah. our daughter's like, Holly's on a screening programme, but I'm always getting a screened. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can imagine you want to. Yeah, just come along. All the time, yeah. Yes. Just in case. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> they said I'm okay. But yeah. yeah, so I'm always getting a screened. Just yeah. in case. It, yeah, it's just, you know, it's happened once. I, but I would, I know now the signs, what to look for. Yeah. And I think actually even doing this podcast and, you know, it will reach people who might not have even thought about it. I mean, mm. I know I didn't until I met you. Yeah. I, I didn't, it, completely out of the blue to me that. I, I didn't know it even yeah. it was a thing. You know? Certainly had no idea about the numbers. That, that's really taken yeah. me aback. You know, so it's, it is frightening, isn't it? It is. It, it, it'll reach and it'll, you'll keep growing, won't you? Because there's still people like us that don't know. And that's the problem because I could do, I could be screening every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still, it's yeah. Ra- you need, I've got to raise the money to do it though. But here's the thing, um, that what strikes me with it now is, and it's not to dismiss the issues that we have in society at the moment, but you're more likely to lose your life with a, you know, a heart incident, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that might look like, than you are via knife crime. Mm-hmm. But it's knife crime that makes the news. Yeah, for, 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 yeah and that's not to mm-hmm. take away from that. It's a, it's yeah. a dreadful thing. But why don't people know this? Yeah. Well, I think when when so there was a footballer, wasn't there? A, was it before yes. Christmas? Um, yeah. I can't think. His, I can't think of his I can't name. think of his name. Oh, was he not on about? Oh. And then there was Christian Eriksen. So Christian Eriksen during the Euros. I know the yeah. legend on about now. Yes. That raised the profile. Yeah. yeah. And that weekend. We had 60,000 screening requests. Wow. Because... People go, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, so everybody between the ages 14 and 35 should be screened. But if you're competing in sport, you most definitely need to be screened. Your clubs should be doing that for you anyway. But they they haven't got the money. No. They don't have the money, so that's why I step in and fund it. Yeah. And do it that way. So I'm doing sale... It's Sale Football... Sale Sharks? Sale FC Rugby. Yeah. 
Um, sales sharks do have their own screening program, oh, right, okay. but I do get some of them that come to mine yeah. if they've not, because they won't allow them to play unless they've been screened there. Right? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So I'm doing Glossop, I've done Winnington. Yeah. Um, so I do quite a few rugby clubs, only because obviously they hear about it in, in the news yeah. and then they're looking, they want to you know, they'll see something that I'm doing. Yeah. I wonder if the NHS will ever make it a compulsory thing. Do you think we'll ever see that day where it's just... I don't a... think I'll be alive. It's a shame because you think if you if you invest in the screening program, the amount of money you must save Same. by yeah. exactly preventative, preventative yeah. rather yeah. than the, yeah. the, the you know potential cure yeah. afterwards. You know the the, the knock on costs to mm. to the economy. Because I'm guessing, I mean, it's you know when something like that happens to a family like yours, you're off work. There's loss of yeah. income. There's and there's there's a whole knock on. Oh yeah, that off the back there's, of that. It's like a real ripple effect yeah. when a young yeah. person dies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with friends, close friends, yeah. and all Aaron's friends. Yeah. So Aaron's close friends are the ones that have been instrumental in the fundraising. Yeah. You know, the yeah. ones that are jumping out of planes and yeah. Yeah. running <laughs> the marathon them. and um, yeah. doing Tough Mudder and all these yeah. triathlons and yeah. all the crazy stuff. Good for so, them. Yeah, brilliant for them, them for doing that. And we're right. We're very, very fortunate that we're very close to Aaron's friends. Yeah. yeah. And so, I bet that you've got that bond now as well, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, what a thing to go through yeah. together. Yeah. Um, so we, I just feel that we are extremely fortunate. You know, when you I yeah. speak to all the parents, that like they don't have that. Um, so we go to christenings, weddings, we, we, you know, we get invited like to... Like part all. of the family, basically. Yeah, 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 which is really nice. Yeah, that's lovely. Really um, and, then, and then I've met... So I wasn't friends with some of the, my close friends mm. when we, we, before we lost Aaron. It's only since losing Aaron that I've become very close with some of Aaron's friends' mums. Yeah. Who have now become, like, my closest friends. Yeah. yeah. And that's nice. Yeah. That's yeah. lovely. Who are a massive support. Yeah. You find that though, don't you? Yeah. You find the people that you... Yeah. And, then, you, and then people like yeah. fall by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just how people react. And I, and I do understand it. Because I remember very early on, you'd see people that you knew mm. that Aaron went to school with the parents and they'd just be like, you know, yeah. you well, knew they that they'd seen you. They don't, yeah. Yeah, my friend had that when her dad died, actually. She said that one of her very good friends just didn't get in touch for months and months and months and months and months. And then just, are you okay? And then Jess was like, oh, well, not really. Yeah. Um, but it's, again, it's that they... People she, are yeah, yeah, really odd. Like, I'd rather you just came and had a good old cry with me. Yeah. You know, and, and just be there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, people, it does, it does separate families even, doesn't it? Yeah. Breakups and... And all the rest of yeah. it. Because things like that, for me, for me at first, it how I felt was mm. magnified yeah. because of going through grief. It's just a very weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're going through grief mm. like that, everything is magnified. Yeah. And yeah. something you wouldn't normally get upset about or annoyed about. It's just, you just blow it all out of proportion. Yeah, because yeah, your emotions are heightened, aren't they? Yeah. So everything seems massive. Yeah. But I love that you've got such a good extra family around yeah. that, Yeah, that's what it's like. That's what it's become. So we're like really close. So Gary, so um, 
my husband's 65 and he's going on stag do's to Las Vegas. I love it. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm at a pool party. <laughs> oh. my, my, brain, yeah, my brain's going amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm at a pool party and I don't know where to look. Oh. <laughs> I bet you do. Know. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> you know, and he's like, he just couldn't keep up with them. No, you know, okay. like, the drink for, it, for yeah. England. Well, good um, on him, he's going. And, like, he'd went to this pool party, and then he's in, him and, like, a close friend of Aaron's, J.D., his dad's older than Gary. And so he's... him and, so Gary and John are in bed at, like, four o'clock and slept <laughs> right through and woke up the next, early hours of the next morning. Oh, brilliant. I have to go to bed, because I can't do it. We've yeah, yeah. done that conversation before, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I can't, I'm not good. Yeah. Have to go sleep instead. Yeah. I can't be out all night. It's no. good for me. So yeah, so he gets to do all crazy things like that. Oh, brilliant! That we'll not get to do now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're really. I, I just feel fortunate that we have that relationship yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. And all the work that you're doing just drives you forward, doesn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So my ideal thing would be to have a screening centre in mm-hmm. the northwest. Is that like? the plan, the ambition for the future, is it to have a... Whether that happens, I don't know. She'll go. Um, because <laughs> yeah. I know that's a lot of money. That I just, a, you know, yeah. I do so many screens, it would just be the icing on the cake. Yeah, because you've got a place that's just for you then, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So if anyone's yeah. listening... And you've got a few million pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any lottery winners out there? Phone yeah. me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you never know where this might end up. It's been across the pond and everywhere, hasn't it? So I just think it's so important, though. It really Screening is. It's just so, yeah. so important. I mean, saving young lives in, in, in any aspect, yeah. you know, in any respect is, mm. is vital. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? More power to you for the work that you're doing. Yeah. So I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Pleasure. Yeah, we've loved it. And I hope that it really helps, you know, reach more people mm-hmm. as well and they come and see you. But we'll make sure we put the details at the bottom, won't we? Absolutely. We'll share all yeah. your details. So if anybody wants to get us in touch, yeah. they'll all be there. You can you can you can find all the links and everything like that. We'll we'll make sure they're posted. So and do, please do if you've got, you know, um young people in your lives in that age group, get them along to one of these events yeah. and get yeah, them. Get definitely. Them or any questions. Get in touch with Deb. Yeah. yeah. And do it like that. Yeah. And then we'll have you next time you come on, you'll have your, your centre. Watch this space everyone. Yes, we'll do a special <laughs> podcast from the opening of your, yeah. of your facility. You can be there. We'll yeah. be there. It's microphone in hand. fire service. Yeah. Yeah. I'll arrive yeah. on a fire engine. We're going to hold you to that now. <laughs> God. Thanks so much again, Deb. It's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. See you Thank you. Wow. That's all I can say off the back of that one. Wow. Mm. What an incredibly strong lady she is. Yeah. So, so having gone through that, yeah. to do what she does, it's massively admirable, I think. It really is. And it's when you hear her tell the story, oh, it really gets me. You know, and you just hear it and you... Cause you can see it. You can see it in your mind's eye, can't you? Yeah. How harrowing that must have been. Yeah. When she was telling that story, it was like, yeah, I'm just getting the pictures in my head yeah. the entire time as she's, as she's saying it. And that must just be yeah. horrific. And the driving force behind what she's doing. Yeah. She keeps can, keeping her going. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you can see that this is absolutely her life now. Yeah. 
And what a great person though as well. She's such she's such good fun, isn't she? Oh, she's, absolutely lovely, yeah. funny. She is. Yeah, and just yeah, you can <clears throat> see her heart's absolutely mm. there, isn't it? Yeah, I really hope with this episode that we reach even more people because both you and I, if I hadn't have met Deb, I wouldn't have known. No. About the statistics or the fact that, well, really that it was even a thing for kids. I had no idea. No. I had no idea. When she gave me those statistics, that um, it blew me away. Yeah. I had no idea. Which is why when you see, you know, and it wasn't being flippant about the knife crime thing, because obviously that's a huge, huge issue. Mm. But when you consider the amount of people that, that are dying violently, mm. you know, and it, and it makes headline news, and I get it absolutely should do, and it's right that it does. But this needs to be headline news as well. Yeah. You know, it should be it should be made aware through your schools, you know, it should be, you know, your doctors are talking about it. It should just be standard that when you reach a certain age you get checked. That you can have access to it. You have access to it. And like Dad said, she doesn't think she'll see it in her lifetime, which is a shocker really. It really is. Because obviously the NHS and the powers that be must have access to the figures that um cry a helping yeah well i don't want to get political <laughs> but you know they can find money for other things mm. so yeah you know oh yeah it's there it's there mm. you know if there's you know where there's a will there's a way mm. you know we just need to find the will for it to do it yeah but in the meantime thank god that dad's doing what yeah he does. and i get the feeling it's not gonna and this is this is the awful thing i get the feeling it's not going to pick up any sort of national traction until it's somebody famous that it happens yeah. to yeah yeah like when the footballer it yeah. To him, you know, then but it gets it, a bit of air time. He gets a bit of air, but even that's kind of like he was back playing football and it's kind of been mm. forgotten about now. Mm. But we've had that another lad just before Christmas who. Yeah, I didn't see that one. He was he plays for Luton. I don't know. I don't. I'm not into the news, am I? No. So I don't see it. Not a news hand, no. but yeah, you know, if you if you follow the sports, yeah. sports and stuff like I, I see do. It. Yeah, Luton Town player that, that, that collapsed with. How a, old? Only in his, I mean, in his twenties, right? And twenty late twenties, I think twenty seven, right. twenty eight. Um, yeah, and it's mm. it's surprising just how prevalent it is. Mm. It's amazing, though, isn't it? What if you've got enough drive and passion behind you, what you can make happen? You know, if you've you got that, like Deb's got. Obviously, yeah. she wants to keep Aaron's memory alive. Yeah. And she sees the benefit of what she's doing. Yeah, I uh, think her on her own. Because I didn't ask her actually when this happened. Mm. So I don't know how many years ago it was, but I mean, it's obviously a relatively short amount of time. Uh, 2011. 2011, mm. so yeah. 13 years. Yeah. To do what she's done in 13 years. Yeah, incredible. It is, yeah. She's already into the next year, isn't she? With yeah. the bookings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, more power to her. Oh, absolutely. Mm. You know, and, and anything that we can do. So guys, if, you, if you're out there listening to this and you think in any way you can promote or support yeah. You know, any little bit of help is is absolutely brilliant, and 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 as we said when we were speaking to her as well, if you've got children, young people, young adults in your life that fit that category, that age group, get them get them to one of these events. Yeah, yeah. You know, get and any questions, email Deb. We'll put all the information on. Yeah, yeah. So you can ask any questions that you need to. It's worthwhile if it saves a young life and saves grief because yeah. it's not just you know the loss of a life. It's the no. You know, it's the, the aftermath, isn't it? It's the aftermath. It's the For people everyone. left behind that have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's mm. massively important. It really is. Well, I hope it reaches who it needs to reach. Absolutely. Yeah. So, with that in mind, mm. boys and girls, listeners out there, please do subscribe to the podcast because when new ones land, you will get that straight uh, 
to your devices straight away, so you won't yeah. have to go hunting around for it. But like it, share it. You know, we want we want to. You know, we're telling people stories here. We're, we're sharing people's messages, and we want to reach as many people as possible. Not for us. No. We're not hunting fame. No. Um, that's why just, there's no faces. That's why there's no faces. <laughs> Face for radio. Yeah, we just want to get people's stories out there and get those messages out there and, and hopefully you can take you know, something away from this. Yeah, because everybody that we have on is unique in their own way, aren't they? Absolutely. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's my favourite part of my week, yeah. speaking to all the different people. We're back. We're back. Woo-hoo! High five. High five. <laughs> and with that, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to I don't know much, but please subscribe and rate wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. A big thank you to Hazel, Tara and all the staff at Safety Central. If you get the chance to go and visit them, please do. Your hosts were Michael Jones and Carrie Ann Stevens. Production was by Michael Jones. The theme music is Into the Beginning by Hartsman. This has been a Wolfstock production for the Acast Creator Network. Thank you.